0: So let's talk about supporting independent media for only $1 a month. You can help finance the Elisa the Yarnista podcast at patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's only 25 cents per show. Go now to patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's P A T R E O N.com slash Elisa the Yarnista and sign up for $1 a month, $5 a month, $15 a month, or whatever you can afford. If you sign up for $5 or more, you'll get special Patreon only content like our pre and post shows behind-the-scenes looks, and special unused footage. And if we reach our $100 per month goal, we'll schedule a monthly live online hangout for all of our patrons. That's patreon.com slash LisaTheYarnista. Hello, everybody. Elisa's shaking her head at me. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Elisa the Arnista podcast, episode number 94. My name is Mike, and by my side, knitting away, as always, is Elisa the Arnista herself. How are you doing, Elisa?
1: I'm okay. I feel like we've been doing this for
0: a while, but... We have been doing this for 26 minutes and 13 seconds, in fact. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you, everybody, for joining us if you would like to join us for the previous 25 minutes, it's not always 25 minutes, it just worked out that way this time, <laughs> you can find us on Patreon.com. Oh, actually you just heard the whole commercial thing. Just go to Patreon.com slash Elisa the Arnista or go to Elisa the Arnista.com over on the right hand side we've got a big Patreon orange pee there that you can click on. It'll take you there. Five bucks a month you get the, uh, the video version. <laughs> There's a big orange. If you have a big orange pee, you may want to see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> that's something you you might want to have that looked at and get some analysis done, maybe. Oh God, this may be a quick show, but it might be a little crazy. Um, was, uh, now I'm I'm caught up in that chat. I'm, this is this is not going well. All right, the so the first show went much better. It did. We didn't have anything planned. Just we just talked about things. So anyway, uh, if you would like to do more than the Patreon or in addition to the Patreon, you can also help us out financially by going to eliseythearnisa dot com and clicking on one of those Amazon affiliate banner picture things we have over there. Again, on the right hand side, all that like affiliate stuff is over on the right hand side. So just go over there and click on all of them. Just as long as you're there, click on all of them. Click on the Amazon one last, do your shopping, you put stuff in your cart just like normal, and when you do that, there's a good chance that Amazon may give us a little commission here at the show, which allows us to pay for all of these things that we have in front of us here, like microphones and a uh, maybe a new computer for me at some point. Can, and Micah. And Micah. <laughs> Micah needs a new computer because he is not able to chat. On the live stream, of course, he's using his work computer. Maybe I shouldn't have said that because now he's, <laughs> now he's in trouble because we have millions of listeners and I'm sure at least eight of them work for the same, same company that we do. I don't and, know. And know him and know, well, Mike is pretty well known. He's a famous man across the land.
1: Really? Sure. No, he's not.
0: No, probably not. Uh, so you can go to Amazon. <laughs> if you want to participate in the program, you can, of course, be in the chat while we record this live. Uh, otherwise you can, uh, send us an email. Podcast at alisa dot com and send us a question if there's something you would like like us to talk about. Uh, otherwise, you have uh, maybe a knitting question, something like that. Let us know. You can always find uh, Elisa on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and stuff there if you'd like to participate there as well. I'm also going to plug something here for myself right now. If
1: what, what is this?
0: If I'm not aware of this. You would like to hear me oh. on another podcast. You can. I will be on the uh, Man's Man film review once again. Uh, This week, I'll be actually recording this show on Monday. I don't know when it's actually going to go up, but we're going to talk about the movie Madman from 1981. It's an old slasher type movie, which is actually, it's entertaining. It's not the greatest movie in the world, but it's pretty good. It's about an hour and a half long. I laughed out loud several times, so it's pretty good. (laughs) So we got a whole bunch of notes we'll talk about that.
1: It's always entertaining when you watch a movie and you laugh out loud. It is. Because you you really enjoy yourself when you're laughing out loud at a silly movie.
0: Especially a horror movie. There are some really dumb parts to it. (laughs) The thing that's great about it is there's not only is there the movie now, which is, you know, what, 36 years old, but there is a companion. They did a, a 30th anniversary kind of documentary about it where they interviewed some of the people that were in the movie and the people that made the movie and they went back to some of the old uh, locations and things like that. And pretty much this movie was made because it was a bunch of people that had just gotten out of film school and like, okay, what are we going to do? Here's the project we want to make. How do we get the money to make the project that we want? Well, you do action movies, you do horror movies, you do stuff that's kind of dumb and silly like that to make the money that you want to get to actually do the project that you actually want to make so uh listen for that man man man's man film review if you are not interested let somebody know and maybe they'll be interested in your life any of the men in your life or if you are a man you can listen as well um all right so i think i went through all those things how you doing there lisa oh fine fine how are you are you ready to talk about the thing that's in your hands right now clicking away
1: yeah. I am uh well this is the only thing I knit on this week and I showed it when we had a sweater lab the other night and everybody's like yeah, you did that on Monday and I'm like, Well yeah, this is all I got done on Monday because there were some interruptions. So I um I think I talked about it last week. Yeah, I did. I cast on Lin Hoo, Lin Ho Lin Lin I don't know how you say it. it's Portuguese.
0: How's it spelled?
1: L I N H O. How would you say that?
0: I don't know Portuguese. Just I'd ask. say Linu. Lino. I'd just take the h. H is silent.
1: That doesn't sound like the way that, it would, like, like the, like the, the j and hohe.
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah, because Portuguese is kind of like Spanish, right?
1: I believe yes. Yes,
0: yeah, so I just take the h out of there because the the j sounds like an h, which then therefore makes the h silent. Lin-u. Lino, Lino. Yeah, sure. I'm
1: trying to think of how that, but anyway. So it's a linen, uh, it's knit in sparrow by Quince company. And I just divided for sleeves. So that was, that's what I was trying to get done was the sleeve divide because otherwise it was all just kind of bunched up on the needles. So yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm using a uh, juniper. In Sparrow and yeah, so I just did the sleeve divide and I am going to knit the body now. Cool. But yeah, it's fun. It's really fun. The cast on was really fun. I think, did I talk about this last week? I don't think so. That um, the cast on is, oh no, I said I was going to cast it on. I think. Maybe I knit a little bit of it. Should we go
0: back and, should we pause this and go back and listen?
1: But the cast on is interesting because she has you cast on with like a way smaller needle and two strands of the yarn. so. You you don't have to do any finishing later. Um, but I think it also kind of tames it and keeps it under control so it doesn't flare out and roll over like um like stockinette would. Well it is stockinette, but like just regular straight stockinette. So I think it kind of keeps that edge under control. So yeah, I the that the cast on was fun. The lace panel on the front is really pretty. It has kind of like upside down leaves going down. Um Yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. It's been a it's been a nice knit. Ho he mm. knows what she's doing. Yeah. I, I, apparently she is the most popular girl in class at Firefly Fibers right now because everybody wants to knit everything by Hohe And it just seems like it's accidentally happening. They're mm. not all even talking to each other. But yes, everybody wants to knit everything by Hohe right well, now. Well, good. So. It
0: means she's doing something right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, well, that's all I have going on on my needles.
0: Really? That's it. I thought you had something else that you were getting in order and getting ready to go.
1: That's what I was doing. I was getting my other sleeve bound off because I did a provisional uh. bind off on here. So instead of taking and putting sleeves on waste yarn, I um, actually do. I do a provisional bind off because then I can. So provisional bind off is you take a piece of waste yarn and bind off with that. And yeah, if you have, you know, some just random linen sitting mm-hmm. around in a contrast color. So you, you bind off with that and then you come back later and then you, un, you like kind of undo the bind off and put the stitches back on the needle. And I really like it because I think it, it's easier for being able to try it on. Um, and I feel like the stitches keep their shape better than if you put it on a waste yarn. Hmm. So yeah, but I like that. That's, that's how I do all of my all of my offs, And then I just have to have a piece of waster and I don't have to go and find another, like a, a yarn needle to go and like pull it through all the stitches. I don't have to worry about splitting anything. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to put it back on, back on the needles. So yeah, I'm uh, the, I've been looking at the weather for, cause I'll be in Colorado next weekend. Yeah. And I've been looking at the weather and it's not quite looking like Alpine weather.
0: What does that mean? Is it? It not-
1: looks like it's going to be a little bit warmer, warmer. than that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I'm thinking I'm going to try and get this one finished, but we'll see. There's a lot of knitting left I on
0: here. Don't have a lot of time. Shh. shh. Don't rain on my parade. Well, you can, I deft, I'm i not going to say don't try.
1: No, I'll try and we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, it's the, the Sparrow is, the Quincy Company Sparrow is so much more enjoyable to knit with than the Euroflax Sport. So, I'm really just, it, it's soft. And one of... um. One of the the knitters today had a swatch that she knit in Sparrow for, um, uh, what is that one called? Column, um, from the linen collection. So, um, and she said that, and she's very sensitive to different yarns. And she said that the, the, the Sparrow, it doesn't bother her skin at all. Mm. And she's had issues with other linens. So, yeah, it's really nice linen. So. That's all I got.
0: That's all? That's all. Oh, man. We have a 15-minute podcast today. Well,
1: (laughs) I I have other projects. I just haven't done anything on them. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just been.
0: So is that linen available on FireflyFibers.com?
1: It is not because it Quinson Company does not permit retailers to sell their yarn in their online shops. But you can send me an email and I can send you an invoice and we can take care of all of it. So, so can't if you be want done. To
0: get it. There are loopholes. We'll find a loophole. Yeah.
1: Quince does sell directly from their website, but their free shipping is 150 and ours is 100. So
0: there you go. So go to fireflyfibers.com. You cannot get the quince there, but you can get other things. Make sure you do $100 worth of shipping, $100 worth of shipping, $100 worth of stuff. Cause like Elisa just said, you can get free shipping on that order yep. of $100 or more. Uh, when you do that, make sure when you get the checkout, you're going to use offer code FREE SHIP. It's F R E E S H I P to get yourself free shipping on that entire order of $100 or more. Is there anything new or anything going on that you want to talk about as far as the the website goes?
1: Um, I haven't sent an email out or anything. I just got it updated with, um, we just received uh, Sugar Sugarbush Chill. They're super bulky. Um, They're super bulky, extra fine merino. Um, It's a roving yarn. It's now available in variegates. Cool. And there are 11 different variegates, and they're really pretty. It's the same price. And a lot of times the the price is more for the variegates, but it's the same price for the variegates and the solids. Cool. Good. So that's on the website now. Um, Lane issue two is selling out very fast. There's a few of those left at the store. Um, Pom Pom, the anniversary issue, that is going to be gone very soon. And we'll have to get some more. And it sounds like we'll um lane issue one, they're reprinting. So we will have Sweet. those in stock. So
0: keep do you an know eye out what, on stuff. Do you know when that's going to be?
1: I don't know. I just got an email from, from Jana. Okay. So but yeah, that's pretty exciting. And I can't I don't think there's anything else new that I've added. 30% off on several yarns still, so,
0: so speaking And I've been of-
1: busy working on the new website and
0: that's Still in progress, taking up a lot of time. Within but, spinning distance. Yeah, it's getting real close. Yep, it's pretty exciting. Good. So uh talking about Firefly Fibers you had some uh interesting little oh. different clientele this time around or the like over the last week or so. The the US Open, I'm looking at my phone right now. I'm trying to trying to be all like quiet and about but I don't remember exactly where it is. The US Open is a big uh, professional golf tournament was kind of just here in the area, so as a result of that, you had a lot of people that that were coming in from. It's golf. It's golf. Okay. Not. What did you think it was?
1: Well, initially I thought it was golf.
0: Okay, well and then you were right.
1: Then I second-guessed myself, and I thought for a moment it might have been tennis.
0: Oh, okay. That makes sense. I can see why you would think but that. But I did managed
1: to keep that inside and not ask the person that was there for the U.S. Open, and I came home and I asked you or I asked somebody else. Yeah. And they looked at me. I don't think it was you, was it?
0: You, you asked me today or we talked about it. But... Oh,
1: so I, it was somebody else that, I, yes, I asked somebody else that already knows that I, that I'm okay with them laughing at me. So, yeah, I, th- I thought it might have been, ten- I wasn't sure.
0: No, it's definitely golf.
1: Yeah. So we had yeah we've had um a lot of interesting people coming through
0: Interesting interesting in a good way or in a how good do you way? I mean it's interesting. just,
1: it's, I mean people coming from you know other distances usually I mean every once in a while we have somebody that comes from you know really far away or we have people that are traveling from and we we had, we get a lot of people from like surrounding states Sure um and all over this the state of Wisconsin but this Wisconsin week,
0: is a big uh, tourism destination and kind of where we're positioned yeah. is kind of on the way to several places, so you get people coming up from Illinois or going east from Minnesota, and it's kind of.
1: Well, then you get people coming in. And they're like, "I googled, and there's a yarn shop here," and I'm like, "I know."
0: Believe it or not.
1: Oh, thank you. Our friend Micah said there is a tennis US Open.
0: Oh well, there you go. Oh.
1: Okay. So I feel better. Okay, I'm so not quite have... so dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we've had, uh, so it's been interesting to, uh, to be able to like interact with some people that are very, very not local and they wouldn't be in the area normally because there's people that come and visit family or they're on vacation. These are people that are here just for the U.S. Open. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been, we had a lady in today from, uh, Fargo, North Dakota, which I used to live in Fargo, North Dakota briefly. And then I moved back across the river to Moorhead, Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. So she was in from Fargo and she was, she had her husband, she was with her husband and. um.
0: Well, and you said she was working.
1: Yeah. She was volunteering at the, yeah, working
0: at the U.S. Open. Why would you come from Fargo to volunteer at the U.S. Open in Wisconsin? I would think they would get people from Wisconsin that would volunteer to work at those well, events. But it,
1: I think she was working at one of the merch booths. So it depends on like uh, what she does in her real life. So if she's here working for, you know, her company that she normally works for, then they're going to have them coming in. So yeah, it's been, yeah, she was, she was nice. Her husband, he went and sat himself down at the table and just played on his phone for a while and watched patiently. some videos. And yeah, she said she got some guy's autograph and I, I, I don't know who, he, I don't know. <laughs> My cousin would know because he's a PGA golf instructor, but not me. I don't know anything about golf. I probably know about as much. I probably know as much about golf as he knows about knitting. So
0: it's probably true. Yeah.
1: I mean, well, yeah, I I know that there's a a stick with a thing on the end of it and you hit a ball with it.
0: I think I actually have a driver in the garage right now. If you want to see what a golf driver looks like.
1: I know what a golf club looks uh, well, like. There you go. I know what they look like.
0: That's the only golf club I have because for a, was it one? I don't know if it was one summer, but uh, one of my roommates worked at a uh, driving range, and so I was living with like what three or four guys at that time. Which one? Which golf course?
1: No, which which roommate? Guess the
0: oh, only Dave. one that plays golf. <laughs> I was not going to say his name, but Dave. So he worked at a driving range for a summer, and so that meant that uh well especially Kevin and I, but I think um we w- we would go out there like pretty much every weekend and just hit balls because he'd give us a bucket of balls for nothing <laughs> so we just by the end of the summer, I was pretty good, and so we were out there I bought a driver I bought my own driver just so i would i don't know so I would have it and so we'd go out there and, and i could I could hit it really far but not very straight.
1: And I remember, wasn't it, it was It was Dave's bachelor party, wasn't it, that you went and um, you, you went golfing? And we hadn't but we were no, still.
0: We did uh, paintball.
1: Okay. Whose I bachelor think... party did you go? There was somebody's bachelor party that you went golfing and I was completely confused. I'm like, because I'm like, I don't you, remember. you don't golf.
0: It was a, they did, it was a par three. I don't remember what, Oh, the, was what it was that for? Scrums. Was
1: it? I bet it was. I don't remember. But yeah. But yeah, we hadn't been together for very long. But I'm like, I know you well enough. You don't golf. No. I'm like, well, I'm, you're, yeah, you're just gonna go and drive the cart and drink some beer and.
0: No, it's a par three. There is no cart on a okay. par three. <laughs> so it's basically a par three is basically between mini golf and and regular golf.
1: I'm good at mini golf.
0: Yeah. I think we've gone what like once that we've gone mini golfing. We should do that again sometime. Go up to the Dells and do some golfing.
1: The uh, the mini golf place, I think, in Grand Lake, the one that we used to go to, I think that one was closed. It looked a little dilapidated when we were there last summer. So not that you're going to go with me. but You keep saying we,
0: and I'm trying to think, when was I we, at Grand no, Lake last? I, what, we, no, I'm, okay, I was never there last summer. I've never been to Grand Lake, actually. No,
1: and you should at some point. It's beautiful. I would really like to. Yeah. Just
0: the pictures that you send back, and then we talk about it. There, it looks like a beautiful place to be up in the mountains. Ooh! So you'll have some things to talk about when you get back in a couple weeks. Hopefully. Hopefully, you'll get back.
1: (laughs) Maybe I'll come home. Oh, that
0: would be a might come. Good. Don't leave me here with that. Well, of course, he's sleeping now. But don't leave me here with him by myself.
1: Well, and I, you know, that maybe that's part of my goal with getting the new website set up is that you'll be self sufficient for a while too, and. You can manage all the things, including the really big news coming in July.
0: That sounds scary. Oh. I don't know that I want to... I think you should be here to be a part of that really big news that's happening in July. I should be. I think you should definitely be. Anything else you want to talk about the U.S. Open? I know you've had probably several people. Did the lights just blink or was that... Did did I blink? That's not good because last time the lights blinked, we lost power for like six hours.
1: I think it was like six hours, It was six hours. It was
0: like... Actually, no, it was, I think it was four hours. It was nine, like nine to one. Was it last weekend? When did that happen? Yeah, it must have been like last.
1: It was this week. Oh, it was Sunday night. This last Sunday. Yeah,
0: Sunday night because I had to work the next day. So there was a big storm. And the dumbest thing about this was it was storming. It was raining. It, it was, was storming windy. and it was hot. And it was hot. It was, yeah. But everything, electricity, everything was fine. And the storm stopped. Mm-hmm. And then like 15 minutes later, the power goes out. Like, what? happened 15 minutes later to make the power go out. And I was lucky because I had just made my I made some eggs to eat at night because I like well I like eggs all the time. Because if the power had gone out while I was making my eggs I would have cried. I wouldn't have gotten my supper then.
1: You could just eat them with a spoon.
0: Runny, uncooked, raw eggs. I'm not Rambo. Mm -hmm. Rocky. Rocky ate the raw. I'm not Rocky.
1: (laughs) So yeah, you had literally just I think they had just finished cooking. I,
0: had, I just sat down, turned I had to t- turn the TV on. I just sat down to eat and all of a sudden blink 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 done.
1: Well, and I was in bed and I was listening to I was listening to some music on my my Bluetooth headphones uh from my from my phone and then um and and then all of a sudden my iPad lit up. Because I had it plugged in charging, because I usually have it laying next to me, so if sure. I wake up and I want to watch something or whatever, and my iPad lit up, and I'm like, "What's going on?" And then I'm like, "Oh, there's no power." And it was it was very very quiet. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, well, the power went off, and that's why it lit up because the charger wasn't charging anymore. So yeah, it's eerie how quiet it is when the power's off.
0: Well, yeah, when you're used to having fans and refrigerators and air conditioning on, yeah, the air conditioning was so warm. Well the dumbest thing is we must be at a part on the street where I don't know how our electrical grid is set up but like our house Stupidly. is out yeah but like one so looking out the front window one down and to the right had power from there down on the rest Frank? of the street no not on oh, okay. on the opposite side oh, okay. and, and he may have too but So I don't know what it is, but the power went out and the whole thing, except you could look out the window. The street light right in front of our house was out, but right across the street from the street light, that house had all their power. Like they had, they were like rubbing it in. They were trying to make us feel bad because I feel like they had all of their lights on, like all of them.
1: They were, they were giving you the, 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 our electricity works middle finger.
0: I've got a hundred foot, like great big, huge gauge. Extension cord, I thought I might go plug in over at their house and run it over to our house and that way we would have some electricity.
1: Bralla was not happy. No? It was hot.
0: Oh well yeah, it was warm.
1: So then I fell asleep and then I woke up because I I heard I heard I heard like loud snoring.
0: Well, I have to get better at planning because I'm like,
1: what is going on? Like why am I hearing this really, really loud snoring? So I get up, and I look in the hallway, and the light's on in here. Sure. And I'm like, okay, wait a sec. My brain was so confused. I'm like, first of all, the electricity's out. Yeah. But there's a light on in there. Yeah. And you're snoring. Sure. So I come in here, and you're laying on the floor.
0: It was comfortable.
1: Like, on your back, just, like, laying there. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's dead. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense, because...
0: Maybe I was a zombie. I you were have, snoring. I might have been a zombie.
1: So you're laying on your back and I'm like, what are you doing? I was so confused because there you are. You're laying, you're sleeping on the floor of yeah. your studio and then there's a light and you're like, I'm charging my phone. Like I'm supposed to like, this is supposed to make rational sense.
0: Well, I, I had to be, so and I've done this now, but I need to get better at this. I've got a little battery backup thing that I use. Like if you're traveling or whatever, it's, it's nice because it's got a little, you know, USB. You charge it. You can plug it into your phone later on to make sure you've got power and everything. So I was going to plug my phone into that. I'm like, oh, I've got a full charge on here. I'll be fine. Well, of course, that was dead. So I didn't have any power there. And then like, where else? How I don't want to go sit in my car and let this thing charge. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to turn my laptop on and I'm going to go plug it into that and let it charge from there. And that, that kind of worked. I'm like, well, I don't want to sit at the desk. While this is happening, I have to go to work in the morning, so I don't want to be up until two o'clock in the morning while this thing is charging. So I just lay on the floor and (laughs) I laid there. and I fell asleep. It was good.
1: And then I said, I I have, because I have two like really big, like 10,000, whatever, however they're measured. Kilowatt hours. Yeah. I'm like, I have two 10,000 ones that are fine you're like i don't want to bother you i'm like well this yeah. is definitely not bothering me at all because
0: well, i had to make sure that it was charged because i didn't know when the power is going to come back on i didn't i wanted to make sure i had an alarm because my alarm clock of course is plugged into the wall and if i don't have that then i'm going to sleep too late and i'm going to be late to work
1: oh no no i wake up 10 like 10 minutes before you're supposed to wake up so if you don't wake um, up i will wake you up
0: well and that i'm well, glad you did because... somebody wakes me up 10 minutes before you wake up. Yeah, because when when the the power finally came back on, I set my clock, but I set the clock like 15 minutes behind or something for some reason. And so I'm laying there sleeping, and you're like, are you going to get up? What? Yeah, I'll get up in like 15 minutes when when my alarm goes off. And then I looked at my phone, and of course, then my phone was at the right time, so I was all, everything was all messed up at that point.
1: Well, and we never, I never used to send in the, the electricity things like, you know, hey, we have an outage at our house because we've always said, oh, well, somebody, some, I'm sure somebody, done, somebody did it. it. Yeah. Well, but every, I think everybody's assuming that somebody did it. Yeah. So I did it and it said it was like a major, like a major part was damaged and they didn't expect the power to be back on until like 6 a.m. or something, but it was.
0: Either a major like, part or a weird, rare part that you can't get easily.
1: It said major. Oh, okay. It sounded very serious. What happened? Anyway. So, yeah. So we got power again.
0: About 1 o'clock. It came because I woke up and I'm like, man, I'm cold. Because I was laying there and the the air conditioning was blowing right on me. Like, oh, hey, electricity's back on. (laughs) Because it was so warm. I didn't have any of the covers on me because it was so hot. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait a second, I'm cold. Oh, hey. So luckily all of our food was still good. Didn't have to worry about any of that.
1: Yeah, that was our very eventful Sunday night. That was silly.
0: That seems like a lot longer than Sunday ago.
1: It's been a long week.
0: <clears throat> we say that every week, Lisa.
1: No, this has been an exceptionally long week. Oh, so it's
0: exceptionally long, It's not been just exceptionally
1: long. long and a trying week.
0: He is sleeping.
1: That's what happens when I take Cap and Benadryl, but he oh, got one right. and a half. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Holy cow. Well, they say one for this. Uh, this is what I was told. The, the, at least the Arnista podcast does not, um, recommend. Yeah.
0: Consult your vet before doing anything. Don't, don't follow our advice.
1: No, I was told, uh, one Benadryl for every 25 pounds. So I gave him a whole one this morning and I think it made him, it took, it worked for a while. And so I gave him one and a half this time and he's 50, almost 60 pounds. He's oh, 60 pounds. pounds yeah. yeah. So. I don't want to... I, I figure you know knock him out, I and mean, it's better than him hitting his face on something and breaking his nose,
0: yeah he yeah, he has some crazy so if you wanna know what Rollo looks like when he's sneezing, go back and watch the youtube video crazy puppy sneezes because yeah it's crazy, it was crazy <laughs> it's, it's like literally crazy, oh man, all right, so let's uh let's take a look at some Canadian canoes. I think I've got all kinds of uh, good stuff lined up here in the world of Canadian Canoes, if the webpage wants to refresh and let us actually see it. There we go. Uh-oh, now this is not... Oh, least we've got problems.
1: Well, that's not good. What's going on? Are you going to print something?
0: No, I'm trying to get... Uh...
1: Ah! <laughs> I'm all alone. <laughs> that wasn't what you wanted to do. <laughs> no, why is this not working? Oh, oh no. wow. My
0: live stream dreams are, are crashing around. Why, me. Why,
1: well, I would think this is probably inter- <laughs> <laughs> why is that,
0: I know why it's happening to that degree.
1: So I think I might know what you're going to clip out this week. <laughs> this, I don't know why it's not, why it's not working. Tell a story while you're, We have to entertain while we're doing this. I've told
0: all of my stories. I don't know what else to say. How about we do... uh, Let's try this one and see what that does.
1: Oh, it really wants us to buy some Quicken, though.
0: Well, I bought Quicken like three weeks ago already. That's
1: probably why it's showing up, because it's... Oh, that was cute.
0: Oh, this is not working at all. I'm about ready to give up. (laughs) This is not... Uh, so so for those that are not watching this, there doesn't matter, I guess, but there should be, there should be the window that shows each tab of my Chrome window showing up here so people can see what it is that we're looking at and that, that's, that's not happening. I'm going to try this one more time. Otherwise, I'm just going to stop because...
1: It's not working.
0: It's not working. And for those of you, well, anybody, uh uh-oh, that's listening to the audio version of the podcast, this is not, yeah, this is not working at all. (laughs) All right, so I quit. I want to cry because it's not working. Oh. I feel bad. Don't cry. I'm not going to cry. All right. So the first one comes to us from OrbisResearch.com. 2017 market research report on global knitted geotextiles industry. I thought this would be interesting. It's uh, the global knitted geotextiles industry report provides key information about the industry, including invaluable facts and figures, expert opinions, and the latest developments across the globe. Not only does the report cover a holistic view of the industry from a global standpoint, but it also covers individual regions and their development. The Global Data Geotextiles Industry Market Report showcases the latest trends in the global and regional market on all critical parameters, which include technology, supplies, capacity, production, profit, price, and competition.
1: So was my yawn uh, appropriately...
0: Now, this is very interesting. The key players covered in the report provide a detailed analysis of the competition and the developments in the global knitted geotextiles industry, accurate forecasts and expert opinion from credible sources. And the recent R and D development in the industry is also a mainstay of the knitted geotextiles market report. But this costs $2,900 apparently. And I I ain't paying
1: us $2,900. US
0: $2,900.
1: Oh, but you can go to a multi-user for $5,800. 5,
0: which is exactly $2,900 times two. But I guess if you got eight, then it's a deal. I don't know what this is or what's in the report or what it's actually talking about, but it sounded interesting. But,
1: but not 20, $2,900 interesting. Definitely not $2, you $2,900 can interesting. join the National Needle Arts Association for... Um, I believe it's 60 or $65 a year. I can? And you can get... Information relating directly to what you have to be in the industry. I mean, I, I'm, I have a you podcast. Are, well, you, you are I'm kind of in the industry. You own. You also own Firefly Fibers. That's true. I mean, you, I you may not spend all of your time there like I do, but you are also an owner. That's so. true.
0: So maybe I'll do that instead for sixty dollars I mean, as opposed to twenty nine hundred.
1: And you're not sure what you're getting.
0: Like in the table of contents, it talks about uh, global knitted geotextiles market size, value, and I don't know what C A G R percent comparison by region.
1: It seems like it's relating more to, um, yeah, not what we do.
0: I would say. Not hand knitting. It's not hand knitting. Probably not a local yarn shop. There's no value to us in this one, I would imagine.
1: There probably aren't any analytics in there for Stephen West projects.
0: No, you don't think so? Probably not. How about Southeast Asia Knitted Geotextiles Production, Consumption, Export, Import 2012 to 2017?
1: That does not sound interesting to me.
0: No, not even a little bit? All right, so we'll move on to the next one and talk about Wiltshire College's giant knitting needles are in line for Guinness World Record. And I feel like I've seen larger knitting needles than this in the past, but uh this is... I'm still trying to get that window to show up, and it's not, and it's driving me crazy. So when you said you quit, it no. was
1: more of like not quitting.
0: It is not quitting at all. I don't, I don't give up easily on on stuff like this. Technology drives me crazy.
1: You did it so well before, and I like got last, some really good feedback from people as well. The last two but they shows they really liked it. Yeah. So now I'm going to get feedback that they're very disappointed and. Well, as
0: well they should be. So there's, there's that. I can bring Audacity up here. Here, how about we'll just do this? So we can't, we can't look at the, uh, what do you call it? We can't look at the, uh, the, the Google thing. So we're just going to look at, we're going to look at this then. So everybody can watch as we record the podcast. You can see the wave, the waveform on there. There. So everybody keep, tr- if, if things get out of control here, let me know if we're peaking. So Wiltshire College's giant knitting needles are in line for Guinness World Record. Uh Betsy Bond, 30, chooses the end-of-year creative exhibition at Wiltshire College. Chippen- chippenham? Chippenham? on Tuesday, June 13th, to unveil... Oh, that was last Tuesday. To unveil her giant needles, which measure a staggering 4.4 meters in length and are 9 centimeters in diameter. She then impressed visitors to the event, including Chippenham Mayor Counselor Mary Norton, by demonstrating how to knit on such a large scale. Um, so some so kind of a fun little with three pictures as far as a gallery, but these things are... Crazy, and it's not just like it's a kind of a what do you call it, just there, you know, like an art exhibit or something like that. To see, she has to functionally knit with these things to actually get into the Guinness Book of World Records. So, I'm going to do some follow up and see if she actually got in there or not. But the current world record for the world's largest knitting needles is 3.98 meters long with a diameter of 8.25 meters, set by Jim Boland from the US in May of 2013. The knitting needles were then used to knit a tension square of 10 stitches by 10 rows. So she's doing a 10 by, she's doing a swatch. A tension
1: square. That's a swatch. Yeah,
0: she's doing a swatch. Attention, is that another name? Is for this you? UK? Yeah.
1: Oh, that's why. Yeah, they call it attention square.
0: Nice. I'm going to start yep. saying that instead of. I have a lady that, a that she's,
1: she's very happy because I, I knit, I knit my four by four attention square. Good. Well, that's yeah. important. Her, she's from, uh, where is she from? She's always, she's, yeah, she's adorable.
0: Well, she's apparently from UK somewhere, it sounds like.
1: No, she's not. from She's from, she is from Europe somewhere. Austria?
0: That's in Europe?
1: I think she might be from Austria.
0: Does she sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger?
1: No, she doesn't. Uh, oh, I can't believe I can't remember her Square. name right now. Yeah, she, she comes in every once in a while with her. Her sister comes to visit her, her sister or cousin, and they're, then they trips around downtown Beaver Dam and <laughs> they're a little bit of trouble.
0: That's no good. Oh, no. Like, good kind of trouble. Kicking cars and... No, no. Throwing people in the street?
1: They're cute. They're really cute.
0: Uh, the needles which had to be transported from her Gerda. home... Gerda. Gerda? Gerda. What's Gerda? That's her name. Oh. <laughs>
1: okay. I got it. <laughs> it took me a
0: while. Uh, the Jim campus on a trailer have been made from polypipe, and the points and stoppers oh. were printed in college by Nicholas Lewin. Llewellyn Jones at the Wiltshire 3D Enterprise Center. So some some 3D printing helping her out on this one. All the evidence will now be submitted to the Guinness Book of Records.
1: So they're made from polypipe, which would be PVC. So we could just go to Menards and...
0: It's basically big PVC with 3D printed uh, tips. Needle tips? Yeah. Okay. We'll get a 3D
1: printer and go to Menards and...
0: That doesn't sound too difficult, actually. Well, no. But you have to be able to knit with them.
1: Well, and the guy has been sitting there undefeated since t- 2013. Yeah. I mean, that's four years. It...
0: All right. So, so we have to find out. We're going to try this. We'll get some big PBC. You've got good long arms. That that will be helpful. I do. I
1: have crazy long arms. That's what you keep saying. I, I arms.
0: Think, I think your arms are pretty normal, actually.
1: They're not. Oh, okay. I had a class. I had a class at Teen and a four years ago, and uh, it was a little uh, class with Lily Chin, and we all uh, we all measured each other, and I have freakishly long arms.
0: That's not nice to say about yourself.
1: Everything else is normally like normally proportioned, but my arms are freakishly long.
0: I always heard that if you measure your like your wingspan from fingertip to fingertip, it was like your height, so that shouldn't change much should it? i
1: don't believe that
0: oh well apparently not if your arms are
1: because i have a friend that is very short and has arms almost as long as mine
0: oh you know God. this friend i'm sure i probably yeah. do we're not going to say their name she's very she's very show. short
1: and has her arms are almost as long as mine we will so, save
0: that for after when we stop it's interesting recording. though it is yeah
1: so yeah because she was telling me that because she, she gets she has to get petite pants um but she ha- she has a hard time shopping because she has a really she's short so she has a short torso and really long arms. Hmm. I believe her arms are almost as long as mine. So and I have some other friends that have really long arms too. And they're tall, but it's I not should like should
0: measure my arms. How long are my How long are my arms?
1: Oh, we measured them once for custom fit. Did we? I don't know. I sent your measurements and I didn't get to keep them.
0: Oh, that's right. We did do that one time. Yeah. I want yeah. those back. I want my measurements back.
1: Well, we were participating and trying to like figure out like what the range of like male sizes were for, for Amy Herzog. So, what else you got?
0: The next one I got, knitted octopus comforts Fort Worth Premies. Uh oh! You don't need to play that video or audio. You can stop now. This is a technological disaster. <laughs> so I get a lot of these things where people are knitting hats for babies and baby blankets and things like that. This one is, is kind of interesting. The hospital is partnering with Octopus for a Preemie U.S. And there's a link to uh, the, their Facebook page here. As always, I'll put all of the uh, links to these stories down in the show notes for the show under the player at com slash podcast. It's an organization that provides premature premature baby patients with a hand-crocheted octopus. Which neonatologists, nido, neonatologists? Is that how you would pronounce that word?
1: Neonatologists.
0: Nino, neonatologists?
1: Well, that doesn't work out. Is this from the UK as well?
0: No, no. this is from NBC. Neo?
1: Oh, no, it's neon, neon, ne, No, it's no, ne, neo, neonatologists.
0: Logist. Neonatologists. Is there a way we can get a thing that pronounces for us? No. I want to see how this is see pronounced. See if it's a real word. No, it's definitely a real word.
1: Neonatology. It's,
0: it's, whatever it is.
1: Oh, look at that! Though, go back. Oh no. That one down there. Neonatololo- Neonatololo- I,
0: oh, well. Neonatology. Neonatology. That seems easy. So now
1: it's turned into one of those things where you like look at the word the for too long and then you think it's spelled wrong.
0: The, 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 the ne- neotonologist. No, there's no N it there. Anyway, they say it's a form of therapy. Whoever these the people doc- are.
1: The baby the, the newborn baby doctors.
0: Yeah, for, for premium babies. Uh, it's kind of like a finger or umbilical cord. He likes to hold my hand. So this is something he can wrap his hand around. Oliver's father, Chad Chikan. Said about the octopus, so the or, the idea originated bleh, originated in Denmark, where doctors observed that the crocheted octopuses is calm patients. Octopi. It? it should be. That's what I thought. It should be octopi, right?
1: Oh, this is. <laughs> hmm? I would think so.
0: I would say. Okay, we're going to say the crocheted octopi calm <laughs> For the <patients>. neoneologist. Neoneologist, <laughs> octopi. Psy, the, they discovered babies really responded well. The tentacles felt more like uh, mom's umbilical cord, which seems weird, but our little babies are very sensitive to light, sounds, and touch, so having something that reminds them of mom really helps calm them down. Uh, so this is interesting. According to the medical team, researchers found that babies experienced higher levels of oxygen in their blood and more regular heartbeats. In addition, babies with these cuddly octopuses... We're less likely to pull on the monitors and tubes for providing 24-7 monitoring, assisting in breathing, and the administration of critical medications. And I would say that's probably so pretty a, important.
1: It's a, it's a, it sounds like, is it a fidget for, or a, a, what are those a called? A fidget spinner? Yeah, it's it, a fidget spinner for a newborn.
0: It's basically a, a preemie fidget do, spinner.
1: So do babies, I don't, do they grab onto the umbilical cord? They, they must? must.
0: They, if they're doing it once they're born, it sounds like they must be huh. doing it before but yeah so this is this is something i never so i see a lot of people are are doing charity knitting hats for babies and which is all awesome and people should keep doing that but this is the this is the first time i've come across a story where people are knitting octopi octopuses but again very there's a video here which is kind of fun because you can see some of the octopuses and the babies and i'll put some of that in the show notes uh, underneath, underneath the player on that Interesting. one. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else, Elise? I think we're probably at a point where we can bind it off, unless there's anything else on your mind you want to talk through.
1: Tomorrow's Father's Day.
0: It is. Today is Father's Day. Happy we, Father's Day to everyone, or I hope you had a good Father's Day.
1: There's a car show at the Swan City Park. We might go see one of our listeners has Are a. We? Uh, we might. We we'll might. see. We'll see how we feel. One yeah. of our listeners has four cars. I think. Did I tell you that?
0: You did. That's ridiculous to have four cars. She just got another one. You should give us one of them.
1: She just got. No, we don't need any more cars. We have three. That's. We don't have any more space. Uh, we could
0: use at least one more. No. We'll we'll talk about. No, it. you
1: don't get another car. We'll talk about it. Tomorrow. You don't get any more cars. I think
0: I need at least. Like so yeah, we might go. More.
1: It's it's amazing. There's there's always a ton of cars there. It is well, it's, it's a huge, packed. Yeah,
0: it's a huge show. On father's and, and my father will not be there because he is, is in a different country.
1: Okay. Going fishing. He's
0: fishing in Canada with friends. He's choosing friends. fishing
1: over being with his children and married and in-law children that, yeah. So.
0: That's not new, though.
1: No, that's not new.
0: But it'll be good. But so, we forgot
1: about it this year.
0: I forgot he was going mm-hmm. on the trip. I we were thinking about making plans to see him and everything like that, and apparently he's not gonna be here. So we'll make plans for some Your time sister after. now. Oh She remembered. We went to a baby shower. We did go to that baby shower.
1: <laughs> That's what we did this week. That that seems like for so yeah, the night that the power went out was also the day that we went to the baby shower. Yeah, you're right. I know. Yes, yeah, so we went to a baby shower and it was fun.
0: I thought yeah it was a good time.
1: The the sweater got finished.
0: Yep. I um, was presented?
1: I could not post a picture. Of, oh, I did finish something. I finished a baby sweater. <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah, we'll go back to that. We can. So, yeah, I did. I finished something. I forgot about it because it was like forever ago. No, we, uh, I finished the sweater on, um, so yeah, when we left off last time, I was finishing the sweater and then we were going to have carry out. To make things easier, yeah, and which we did. Ended up making me sick. Yeah, and that was not good. I got sick, but um, I finished the baby sweater and got it washed that morning. And it was I sewed the buttons on, and it was drying on the dash of the car on the way to the baby shower.
0: Go to Instagram, if, in,
1: yep. blah, 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 blah.
0: Instagram, if you yep. want to see that picture. Yep. So, My talking is not so good all of a sudden.
1: Yeah. So that was I was really happy the sweater got done, and it was uh, it seemed to be well received and. Um, there was a, we played some games and we ate some food and there was a baby, you were cheating. I didn't cheat. You were trying really hard to cheat. There was no, there were, I didn't see any rules. Your, your cousin was clear about the rules. You had to, the baby was, yeah, it's, it's, it's never creepy when there's like a little miniature baby and, you know, an ice cube in your cup of punch.
0: The punch was really good. The punch
1: was good. But yeah, so you had to get the whoever's baby like well it was called a, like my water broke. Yeah. So it's whenever the baby is freed from the ice cube that it is like yeah. frozen in. That's the winner. So then you're the winner and you had it between your legs. The, the cup, cup, not the ice. The cup. And did you have it in your mouth too?
0: The, yeah, after a while because at that point my sister had already won and she should Yeah, not your sister have won and win. then our
1: brother-in-law won second. Yeah, With, that's clearly cheating. No,
0: they they're gonna have a real baby. That's not fair at all. They shouldn't no. get to win. And they
1: got all the gifts that day too. And they got
0: prizes and stuff.
1: So, um, yeah, you stayed up and you made favors on Saturday night.
0: Yeah,
1: everybody seemed to like those—the Skittles and the peanut butter M Ms. Yeah, and I made a seven-layer salad that was, was a really huge good. hit because I have to make it again um what else oh we played the mad lib game the baby mad lib that was yep. kind of fun because you had to have a, you had to have a separate you had a separate sheet that you filled everything out on and then you plugged your answers in so you couldn't cheat
0: and i had to read all of them
1: you got to read i all got of it them. was fun you got to read all of them and then we opened some gifts and there was a crazy storm it got yeah, super for dark
0: 15 minutes yeah speaking of getting to read things anybody from the area who listens to 103.5 FM the Sun I was on there this week a few times doing what I said something what did I say something about the, this is a special presentation of Sun Prairie sports on 103.5 the Sun something like that so a friend of mine does he uh, does sports like he's a common does like play-by- play and stuff like that for sporting events in the area and he was asked to call the last three. It ended up being the last three, four state championship baseball for Sun Prairie, and he needed somebody to do kind of a lead-in with something, and he asked me to do it because he knows I I have fun with the voiceover, and I like to talk. And so I did that, so that was pretty cool. Yay. Yeah, it was a good time.
1: Yeah, you had fun on that. It took me about a minute and a
0: half to record that. (laughs) I think I sent up two of them. But anywho, I think we're going to wrap up, and we might go have some uh, freshly caught salmon that was Pulled out of the lake this morning.
1: Today was a great day. Yeah. It started with a bag of garlic scapes from my friend's garden. And then my other friend brought me a bowl of fresh herbs and kale. And then um, my other friend, um, her and her husband were on our way back from salmon fishing and brought us some fresh salmon that had just been wiggling around in the lake
0: this morning. So So, I think that is the plan for the day or for the night. Have some food. Yeah. So thanks again everybody for joining us here in episode number ninety-four. If you want to follow Elisa on all of her adventures between now and next week when the next episode of the podcast goes up, go to Firefly Fire. Go to just go to ElisaThearnista.com, up in the upper right hand area. All the social media stuff is there. You can find the Facebook and the Twitter and the Ravelry and the Instagram. And kind of Instagram will be
1: exciting because I'll be posting some pictures from Colorado next weekend too.
0: Yeah. So definitely do that. That'll that start probably Friday. Friday, That's yep. when you're flying out. So yeah, go follow that. You can see what's going on out there. Um, again, if you want to uh, follow or see all the, the weird, silly things that happen visually while we're recording the podcast, go to patreon.com slash Lisa the to Five bucks a month will get you that X to the video, but we think it would be fantastic and awesome. Even if you sign up at the $1 level, you won't get a you know a ton of super fancy things, but uh, you'll definitely be helping us out there. I think if, uh, if everybody did that, that would make a huge difference and would be amazing. And if we get to that $100 goal, we're going to do that uh, monthly hangout, live hangout on YouTube. Even if you're not at the $5 level. Oh, Rollo's sneezing again. Here we go. Oh,
1: poor baby.
0: That's gotta be miserable. But anyways, sign up there for Patreon. I have
1: never sneeze like that. And I've had really bad allergies for a long time. Yeah, I
0: keep telling him, you don't have to shake your head like that. You don't, oh, it's not required when you're sneezing. I think sneezing.
1: it's, I think it's reflexive. I don't think he's like doing it to be like, you know,
0: a, dramatic, you know,
1: a dramatic husky. I think it's just kind of happening. That's what he
0: does. Um, but he sent us an email podcast at least the com If you want to participate in the show, send us a question, comment, suggestion, anything. Let's, let us know what's on your mind, what you uh, want to talk about. Yeah. Otherwise, I think, uh, like I said, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. We'll go have some salmon and some kale and some herbs and whatever else we got from uh, local friends today. But uh, thanks, everybody, for stopping by and joining us. We shall see you all in a week. Cheers. So what exactly are you knitting?
1: Well, it doesn't matter what I'm knitting. I'm knitting just to knit.